Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. No, we've already felt during the fellowship meeting. Appreciate the good preaching, the good grace of God that's been visiting with us. I'm glad the Lord cares about us, aren't you? Amen. So appreciate Brother Nathaniel's preaching this morning. Him trying to tell us what the Lord has given to him. Amen. And I, I, I'm thrilled the Lord cares enough about us to send us His Word. Aren't you? Thrilled about the service last night. I guess the only thing that troubled me was there was no more response. I don't know what there was. Amen. And such great things being offered unto us right. and us not taking advantage of it. Amen. Amen. And uh, I hope that we don't just get the spirit of a carnival among us where it's all eating and drinking and playing and to be entertained and uh, what you had to say brother Nathaniel was good but uh, I trust that uh, there'd be more uh, 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 depth about us to receive in the house of God because we're dealing with things that are uh, one soul is more valuable than all the world amen amen and uh, uh, if uh, if I, I didn't feel like that we as needy, I, I probably him. wouldn't have come this year. And uh, other ministers, but we're a needy people. We're a needy people. Amen. Amen. Brother Danny probably could have done something other than labored as he did the last two nights. But I believe you had a burden that there was somebody needy here. Right. Amen. Amen. I don't know who all need to be saved last night, but uh, somebody did. I. Uh, I don't know who all it was, but somebody did. Uh, the Lord didn't send that for naught. Amen. I trust that uh, we'll uh, uh, take enough time from our uh, pleasures, amen, to receive something from the Lord. thought last night it just thrilled me as the men testified about the saving grace of God. But uh, I don't know how it was... Uh, 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 this brother over here, um, but I know how it was, Brother Sharman, to, to get what he got. It, it took time. Yes. And we lingered around the altars uh, many nights. Right. Amen. Amen. Uh, and uh, nobody hardly there but him as he is a praying. Uh, he'd pray. The Lord would have saved him before that, but uh, he isn't needing to hit the rock. And uh, Thank uh, you, Lord. Uh, I remember one praying with him a few times before, and. And I asked him one night, Brother Archie, I said, how you feel? Oh, he said, I got saved. And I thought, well, it's a good place to start from, but I'm not sure that really happened, but we'll try it from here. Amen. And uh, it lasted a whole day, I think, uh, maybe, or most of a day. He is back out there again. Uh, but I'll tell you, when he hit the rock, Brother Sharman, it's, I decided that, that wasn't working. And so uh, I wanted Brother Aaron, I want him to get enough that he'd get up and say, I got saved. Amen. And he got enough to get up and say, I got saved. And it's lasted. It takes time sometimes to bring that about. Amen. Uh, uh, Sometimes children are born in this world quickly. Sometimes it's ours. Amen. And uh, uh, I remember my dad holding revival at Prim, Arkansas in the 70s. And some of them men prayed for two weeks to get saved. They wouldn't have had to, Brother Archie. But some of them are still saved today. That's been uh, that's uh, been 38 years ago, 39 years ago. They're still in the house of God, and it takes time sometimes. 
Amen. And uh, I don't know what you got planned this evening, but uh, it'd be wonderful if before this uh, this evening was over, somebody else would be saved. Amen. Somebody would be sanctified. Somebody would be filled with the Holy Ghost. And you've come here. I wish you'd take advantage of this uh, grace of God. It was moving last night. You could have got something from the Lord last night. Amen. Uh, and uh, uh, really and truly, uh, uh, you know, I was talking to Brother Danny a little bit yesterday. And, and uh, I, you know, I, I'm like everybody else. I have things I like to do and you do. But we had a five-week revival last winter uh, in February. We wasn't trying to see how long we could make it last. That wasn't, that's not, you know, we could hang around here till 5 o'clock this evening and we wouldn't profit any just, just hang around out here. But if we can get the Lord to move for us and us begin to move with Him and we'll stay in His presence. Amen. Amen. While He's lingering here, there's no telling what will take place. Amen. Amen. We had a revival and you couldn't tell who was going to preach. Brother Will Vestal, Brother David Woodard was supposed to come, and he couldn't come, and, and it was just revival time, and we started having revival, and Brother Brock might preach, or Brother Gary might preach, or, or all of us might preach, or Brother Will might preach, or uh, you just couldn't tell what was going to happen. And we got to linger before that presence, Brother Brock, night after night, and the Lord got to helping us. Amen. And uh, it, was, it was over with, you know, it just kind of lifted. Uh, um, but while it was there, we got, and we seen great things done. And today in this service, uh, I trust the Lord would help us today. My only purpose of being here is try to help you. That's my purpose of being here. And uh, the Lord give me a, a message. Uh, I preached a little bit of it at home. And uh, I prayed three times. Before I came, I felt like three times the Lord told me I need to preach this to you. And I hope I can be a faithful man to get it to you today. Amen. Uh, that you could receive this and somewhere or another get some help from the Lord. Amen. Uh, I want to read to you beginning in James chapter 4. I like to say also appreciate Brother Aaron and the, the people here. I understand he is the pastor, the God man God has set here. I appreciate his labors here in Kentucky and uh, with you. I appreciate you laboring with him, for we are labors together. Amen. And uh, I remember coming here the first time, probably this time of year. It was in June, if I remember right, the first fellowship it was. And uh, uh, Brother Lindell was leading service, and he wasn't a pastor. They didn't have a pastor. Amen. But they were desiring a fellowship of the wholeness people. And uh, I, I come here. I've been coming through the years, and there's been a lot of change. And most of it I've seen has been for the better. Praise Amen. The I'm thrilled about that today. I'm thrilled about the labor. Amen. Uh, of uh, uh, the kingdom of heaven. The Bible said, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lust that warn you members. He said you lust and have not, you kill and desire to have. Cannot obtain, you fight and you war, yet you have not because you ask not. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it. Upon your own lust, you adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. 
Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth the envy? But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith God resisteth the proud but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. I'd like to read in 1 Samuel chapter 14. Again, reading there in verse 36, uh, 1 Samuel 14, again reading in verse 36. The Bible said, and Saul said, let us go down after the Philistines by night and spoil them until the morning light. And let us not leave a man of them. And they said, do whatsoever seemeth good unto thee. Then said the priest, let us draw near hither unto God. And that's what I'm wanting to preach to us about this morning. Is draw nigh unto God. Amen. If you're as close as you want to be to God, I probably can't help you today. But if you're wanting to draw near to the Lord. Amen. And last night as the service went on, I had a desire to be a little bit near to God. Amen. I love that presence that I felt moving. I felt it in the song. I felt it last uh, last night as we as a singing, amen, in, uh, in song service, amen, about uh, he had, uh, he had, uh, I saw the light, amen, brother Tim was a leading us, I, I could feel that, amen, as uh, uh, they as a singing there, and as the testimonies got light was shining here last night, amen, I was trying to get somebody, give them hope, amen, that you can draw nigh to God. Amen. I read to you in James and he said draw nigh unto God and he'll draw nigh unto you. Amen. And I guess what thrills me this morning is there's not anybody here but what from where they're at they couldn't come a little bit closer unto God. Amen. From wherever you're at. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. I'd like to read to you a little bit more in Hebrews. I'd like to read there in the 10th chapter, I believe it is, of Hebrews, or the 7th chapter. Let's read there first. 7th chapter of Hebrews. Let's read in verse, uh, I believe it is, 19. Said for the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did, by the which... We draw nigh unto God. That's what Brother Nathaniel was preaching to us about the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Not a roll in the head of our sins, but us a coming near unto God. He wrote again in the 10th chapter and the 19th verse, and he said, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter in into the holiest by the blood of Jesus of Jesus. By a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say, his flesh. Amen. 
If you're going to come near unto God, amen, it's going to be through Him. Amen. Hallelujah. If you'd like, maybe you're a preacher this morning, you'd like to preach better, drawn out of God. Maybe you're a little boy, a little girl, maybe you're a sinner. Amen. And you'd like to draw out of God. There's a way from where you are. And maybe you are a, a testifier and you like to have some fire in your testimony. Draw, let's draw nigh unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, let us draw near with, and the beginning of it is a true heart. Amen. If you're going to come near to God, truth is the only thing. You must start there. A true heart. He said in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd like for you first to believe this morning that from where you are, you can come near unto God. Amen. If you'll come with truth, but you're going to have to have some faith this morning to believe that, uh, that uh, you might need some, uh, first of all, you may feel like they didn't revelations. I'm just rich and increased with goods. And I really don't need to come any nearer to God. Amen. You'll not come in close like that. But if you can, I can have that feeling that I, I know, Brother Brandon, you're probably full already. Amen. But still, you come a little near. Amen. Glory. Hell, I, I feel in that wheel turning inside, but before this service is over, Brother Archie, I'd like to be a little bit near to him. Amen. That's why I come. I, I wouldn't have had to preach, but uh, I, I felt drawn near by what I've already heard and felt. But, uh, amen, to be a little bit near unto God. Amen. Well, with a true heart. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. Uh, glory. You know, uh, from wherever you are, if you have that feeling that, uh, amen, that, uh, um, that, uh, uh, maybe I don't know the Lord anything uh, that uh, it'd be hard for Him to forgive you of anything. Amen. But uh, if there's that feeling, and I don't know where you are today, amen, but I'd like to preach to you uh, and find uh, that it's written in the Bible, amen, where every one of us, there's a measure that reaches unto me, amen, and there's one that reaches unto you, amen, a measure that would uh, you could draw nigh unto God, amen. Uh, it's kind of hard to get where you need to go if you don't know where you are, isn't it? Amen. Tell me how to get there, but where am I? I'd like to preach to you this morning until you can understand at least, amen, in part where you are. Amen. That from where you are, you can draw nigh unto God. Amen. Because He said if you'll draw nigh unto God, that He'll draw nigh unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe you're a saved this morning. If you're needing to be sanctified, amen, there's no use of trying to get the Holy Ghost if you're wanting to draw nigh to God. You need to be sanctified. Amen. Hallelujah. And if, you got, if you're saved and sanctified, there's no use of repenting if that's not what you're needing. 
Amen. That won't bring you close, but there is a way from where you're at that you can draw nigh unto God. Amen. Let's read the 100th Psalm, Brother Aaron, if you want to help me just a little bit here. Amen. Brother Archie, let's read the 141th Psalm and verse 1. Amen. And we'll get, maybe Brother Nathaniel, get the 119th Psalm, verse 36 here in a minute. Just help me. Just Well, let's read the whole 100th Psalm. What did he say? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. He said, come before His presence with singing. That's why we start with song service. We're going to try to come before the presence of the Lord. Amen. And Brother Albert asked for a song. Somebody have a song that's been on your heart. And maybe you've been singing it all day and felt the nearness of the Lord. Amen. We're going to try to start here and come into His presence. Read on. What else did he say? Know you that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, not we ourselves. Amen. We didn't bring this on our own. We're going to try to come into His presence. But we are His people. Read on. We're the sheep of His pastor. He said, enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him. And bless His holy name. For the Lord is good. And His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endure to all generations. Amen. From where you're at this morning, some of you might could get in with thanksgiving. Amen. And others, they might already have got that done. And they might could get in with praise. Amen. But however it is, we're needing to draw nigh unto God. Amen. Read what he said, Brother Archie, in the 141st Psalm and verse 1. And let's see what the Bible said. He said, Lord, I cry unto thee. Make haste unto me. Give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. He said, Let my prayer be set before thee as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. I'm needing to come near to you, God. I'm wanting to draw nigh to you. Amen. Is there another verse there maybe we're needing to read? Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Incline not my heart to any evil thing to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity. And let me not eat of their dainties. I'm needing to draw nigh unto the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. I was at a little deal the other night, a, a, a presentation, and there was a man there, and we were sitting around the table, and and uh, he is a, uh, a wanting attention. really what he is wanting, and he got to uh, talking real foolish. Amen. And I just, Brother Archie, I just kind of started drawing back. In fact, I got up and left the table a little bit. And uh, I come and sat back down. He said, look at there, I made the preacher mad. Amen. And uh, he hadn't made me mad. But uh, the Proverbs 14 and 7 said, when you uh, perceive that um, there's no knowledge in, uh, in a man, uh, you know, uh, uh, no understanding, uh, depart from him. Amen. And it seemed like a good time. To not be a partaker of that. 
Amen. Because I was going to need the Lord near me. Amen. And uh, to be a partaker in all, he will me be a partaker of his dainties there. And he is a passing that all out, wanting us all to laugh. And he is a, a, making all this foolishness. So, amen, we'd all laugh about it. Amen. Uh, uh, um, but I found when you need the Lord. Amen. And, uh, you know, I like to laugh, Brother Daniel, but he was carrying it way on out there. Amen. But to be able to draw nigh unto the Lord. Amen. You'll not find any joking going on. Amen. When you're going to come into His presence. There's not any foolishness there. Amen. I don't know how you'd come into His presence this morning. It may be that you're needing to repent to draw nigh unto God. Amen. But in all it may be that you need to say, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Or it may be that you need to say, Glory to God. Amen. But from wherever you are, you can draw nigh unto God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I trust the Lord to help me this morning. I'd like to help you today. Amen. I'd like to tell you this morning that these altars, Amen. I read about Moses over there, and he saw a bush burning. Amen. Kind of like it was last night. There was something going on around up here last night. Amen. And Moses, he said, I'll turn aside and I'll see this side and what it is. And he got over there close to it. Amen. And the Lord said, draw not, now hither. Hallelujah. He is going to get over there real close to it. But he said, draw not. I'm down now hither. He said, take off your shoes. And for this is holy ground right here. Hallelujah. Amen. And Moses, if I recall the scripture, took off his shoes. And he got over there and the Lord got to telling him all the things he told him. Amen. And Moses got to draw nigh unto God. He's the, amen. He got to hide in his face over there. Hallelujah. And there was glory over there in the bush. Amen. Amen. Moses on the backside of the desert. He has over there been over there many, many days. Amen. Hadn't seen God. Hadn't felt God. Didn't seem like. Amen. But God got to calling him to come nigh unto him. I got a, I got something I'm wanting you to do. Come near Moses. And he turned aside. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. I've seen people that when they felt what they felt last night, they thought that it was time to take a trip around the altar. When in reality, Brother Archie, what they was needing was a kneel around it. Amen. Hallelujah. They were near about ready to say, Thank you, Jesus. What they was needing to say is, I'm sorry, Jesus. Amen. There's a need to come with repentance. Amen. And they walked around the altar and walked around the altar and, and walked around the altar. And amen. And there was nothing in it. Amen. When what there's a need to do was kneel at the altar that they could draw nigh unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know, I've got a feeling though that Brother Ben, your brother, he crawls around it every once in a while, don't 
Amen. And there's a place for that. Amen. But David said, let me compass that altar with innocency. Amen. Hallelujah. To be able to walk around it, there needs to be that innocency between you and God. Amen. Glory, the Bible said that bodily profit, bodily exercise, he said it profiteth little. Amen. And you can march around the altar. You can march up and down the aisles. You can do lots of things. Amen. But if you're not ready for that, amen, it's going to profit you none. Amen. But if you can know how from where you are to draw nigh unto God. Amen. Brother Danny preached to us last night about forgiving and forgiveness. Amen. You can say glory. You can say hallelujah. Amen. You can do lots of things. Amen. But it'll not bring you near to the presence of God. If there's aught, there's his preaching unto us. If there is that, what you're needing to do is to say, I'm sorry. Amen. And you'd be amazed how near that bring you under God I read where he said let us take words and let us go unto the Lord amen he said that he would abundantly pardon amen but to know how to come into that presence of the Lord I trust I can be able to wrestle this in such a place. I wrestled it on my knees this morning. I felt it. I, I finally told the Lord, Brother Archie, I don't know if I can be able to win or not today. I felt that wrestle, that struggle. Amen. The devil liked to keep men and women in bondage. Amen. He liked to keep them over there. He'd like you coming to the house of God day after day and sitting on your seat and feeling no joy and feeling no glory and feeling no rejoicing and feeling no power. Amen. He don't mind you coming around a little bit. Amen. And raising your hand. Amen. And feeling good with the songs of Zion. But what he really don't like is when his brother Nathaniel preached this morning that you could say as Jesus did. At the last hour he said Satan cometh and he hath nothing in me. Amen. I'm free today Amen I've been set at liberty I can come into the presence Of the Lord Amen Oh, if you're ready to go in His presence this morning, I believe there's a place from where you are that you can draw nigh and near unto God You say, I'm just too bashful. It may be all you need to do is move away from that just a little bit. I want to tell you from where some of you may be this morning that it all it may take was lifting your hand a saying glory to God. And it draw you near to God. There may be others of you that will need to spend an hour or two around the altar. Amen. While you repent of your sin. Amen. We're willing to do that too. From wherever you are this morning. If you'd like to draw nigh to God. There's a place this morning. 
Brother Greg, from where we are this morning, you're not speaking in tongues yet, are you? Or your mother. But I'd like to preach to you this morning from right here, Brother David Woodard, from where what we're feeling right now. Amen. There's a way that we can come into the presence of this holy, holy God. That we can enter in and His glory begin to fall and it begin to come in ways, Brother Eugene, until we'd go home saying, What a marvelous thing it is to come, amen, to draw nigh unto God. I want you to read for me, Brother Nathaniel, there in the 119th Psalm and what the Bible says. He said, incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. Establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted unto thy fear. Amen. I'd like to ask you this morning, how are your ways inclined today? Amen. Amen. Oh, an incline. You know, it's a hill like that right up there. Amen. And an incline. I thought Brother Tracy lived in a house that had an incline in front of it. And it was pretty steep down there. And one day his children got out there. And they was getting ready to go. And one of them pulled it out of gear, I believe it was. And the car, it rolled down the incline towards the highway. Amen. And you know what? Every time that car sits there, and every time it was pulled out of gear, you know which way it'd go? Towards the highway. Amen. Because it was inclined that way. Amen. And the psalmist got to writing and he said, Incline my heart unto thy testimonies. And he said, Nod unto covetousness. Amen. He said, Take my eyes away that I wouldn't behold vanity. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. How is your heart inclined today? Oh, if you want your children to draw nigh to God, if you can get this inclined into that direction. While I'm right here, maybe I need to say this. I am concerned about our fellowship meetings and our camp meetings. Whether it be at the Easter meeting at Hobbs or whether it be wherever you go to a camp, a camp meeting or a fellowship meeting. Amen. I preach to them at home so I can surely preach to it here that if we have a, a fellowship meeting and these good people will spend their time and their money amen, to come to our fellowship meeting to try to help us. The least we could do would be lay down whatever we is doing on our jobs and be a church. Amen. Lord, you don't know what all I got to do. I want to tell you where your heart's inclined to. It's inclined to covetousness. Amen. It's inclined to vanity. And you're needing to draw nigh unto God. I'll tell you how you draw nigh unto Him is. You begin to tell Him, I'm sorry that I have esteemed a vanity worth more than the gathering together of the people of God. 
Hallelujah. I'm not after you this morning. I've seen your wife gouging on you over there. All right. I'm not after nobody this morning, but it concerns me that people would come near and this that's going on up here is the very thing that might give you and I enough strength amen, to make it unto heaven and vanity our eyes are beholding it in such a measure and covetousness we've inclined our heart to it until we think that making another dollar is more important than trying to come to the house of God and draw nigh unto the spirit and the power of God Paul said, Brother Dan, I knew a man whether in the body or out of the body. He said, I cannot tell. But he said, such a one. Amen. Such a man. Oh, he has a call into the third heaven. Have you attained to that yet? There's a higher place. Would you like to understand? As for the preachers. No, as for any man or woman or boy or girl. There's people here that need healing today. I'd like to preach to you where it's at. It's in His presence. Draw nigh to Him. Oh, we want Brother Aaron to come over and lay his hands on us and anoint us with oil and pray the prayer of faith and the power of God move on us. Oh, but every one of them, you can't do that way. What they're needing to do, Brother Aaron, is try to draw nigh unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. He wrote over there in James again, if there be any sick among you, he said, let them call for the elders of the church and let them anoint them with oil and lay hands on them. In other words, but over there, and then he said, confess your fault one to another. Amen. That you may be healed. Amen. I remember going praying for a young woman that uh, uh, going to uh, their, uh, her husband uh, and her house, and we went in uh, and we got to praying and nothing happened. Amen. Uh, we, you know, trust she was laying there in the bed and uh, in pain, and we I was trying to pray for her. Amen. And finally, I said, the Bible said, confess your faults uh, one to another that you may be healed. Amen. And I don't remember, I believe it was her husband. He got to confess a little bit how slack he had been and how unconcerned he had been. Amen. And you know what? That's exactly what the Lord was a one to hear. Glory and the, and the presence. Uh, we prayed again. And the power of the Lord drew near. We made an effort to draw nigh unto God. And He drew near unto us. Hallelujah. I want this just to happen to me. You may take some effort for you to draw nigh. Brother Danny, there was enough salvation here last night to save every sinner. All we lacked was somebody, Brother Archie, a wanting to draw nigh to God. If they'd have made a walk down this aisle and knelt around this altar and begin to confess unto Jesus Christ. Oh, the Spirit of God would have moved in here and you would have felt joy at the angels 
rejoicing over someone being saved last night because somebody was a draw nigh under God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. I'm not trying to lead you out nowhere or get you in a tight place, but who all like to be saved? Anybody like to be saved here today? Unless that changes, nobody's going to get saved. Nobody's wanting to be saved. I'd like to ask you, does anybody want to be sanctified this morning? Anybody like to be that's not sanctified like to be sanctified? Am I missing it, Brother Aaron? Did anybody raise their hand? Is anybody want the Holy Ghost this morning? Glory. Hey, hallelujah. Then there may be somebody can get this after a while. If you're really wanting to draw nigh unto God. Amen. Oh, if I could get this to you this morning. Until you could see Jesus this morning. Until you could look past every man or woman. Her boy or girl that's here. Every minister. And say, I see the Lord this morning. And I'm wanting to draw nigh. Unto Him. Brother Ben, the other night as we was at your daughter's house and your son-in-law, we as a one the Lord to draw nigh unto us. We knelt over there on the floor and we began to humble ourselves and call on the name of God. We could have said, Lord, if you pass by, we'd sure like for you to help us. But we as a pleading, Brother Archie, would you pass by? Would you draw? We're wanting to draw nigh to you. Hey, we labored and prayed a while and after a while I felt that good spirit of God as he got to draw nigh unto us hey, alright it's going to change it's going to be different why? because the spirit of God is a draw nigh unto us I want you to know there's room for you to preach this morning if you want to help me. Oh, but our problem is we're really not wanting to draw out of God. I'd like to have a message, but I really ain't willing to spend an hour to humble myself and seek the Lord to try to find it. If He'll give me one, I'll preach. If He don't, I won't. Uh, draw nine to God. And he'll draw nigh to you. I wish I had a testimony that I could testify. I'd like to tell you where it's at. Draw nigh unto God. All right. I really don't like to humble myself. I really would rather come to church kind of when I want to. You're needing the Lord to draw nigh to you. And the way he draws nigh to you is you draw nigh to him. That's what fasting's all about. You can't buy anything with fasting. Amen. I'll just go on a week fast. Amen. And I'll try to buy an experience. You won't get it that way. But I want to tell you, fasting works if you'll humble yourself. 
and say, God, I esteem thy word more than my necessary food. I'm trying to draw nigh to you. Will you draw nigh to me? I'm trying to find somewhere or another that I can arm myself. All right. What we're really wanting is somebody else to pay the price and us come and sit there and enjoy. Amen. The feeling that comes. But what about you? I draw nine to God. The Lord's wanting you to draw nine to Him. I need to say a little bit more about this covetousness. Amen. I understand that covetousness is more, amen, than just having a new vehicle or a new home. You can have that and not be covetous. But what covetousness is, is that strong desire. He said the sluggard or the slowful, he, uh, he coveteth greedily all the day long, and he hath nothing. A covetous man without nothing. Amen. He got covetous just all the day long. He's a woman. And the reason he don't have it is, uh, is because of his slowfulness. Amen. All the day long. So you can't say a man's covetous just because he has something. I've seen men that all they had was junk. And you never met a man more covetous than they did. They were. And because if you talked to them, all they could talk about was some more junk. To go with the junk they already had. Amen. Junk didn't satisfy them. They liked it. That's covetous of it. There's other. He said he that love of silver said he won't be satisfied with silver that won't satisfy. But when you have that desire that I gotta have just a little bit more to go with what I got. Oh, that your ways could have been inclined to his testimonies. That rather there could be that feeling, oh, that I could have a little bit more to go with this good Holy Ghost that I already got. Amen. Oh, that I could covet earnestly. He said the best gift. And yet I shew unto you a better way. I believe the Lord's found where we're at this morning. How much would you like to draw nigh to God? Brother Brock, if you was expecting a child this morning and you was in the middle of the trial, what would you be doing? I know what he'd be doing. I've seen him come to the house of God night after night reaching for the Spirit of God. I'm going to need the Lord in a few days. I'm trying to draw nigh to Him. I'm going to need His power to pass by. I'm going to need His glory to pass by. And He'd reach for it. And He'd try to add to that a little bit more. Oh, how rich and increased with goods are you this morning? How do you feel? Do you have feel? I have need of nothing. This fellowship meeting can go by and I'll do all right. Oh, you're poor and naked and blind and miserable. Hey, if you could understand this morning that you need to buy of Him gold dried in the fire and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed. Amen. That the shame of thy nakedness sitting in the house of God one night and preacher got preaching on this and he said about the time you can tell where people's neck in this are says open testimony service 
and said the shame of it start appearing. Some of them ain't got a testimony. Some of them testify about what they did all day long. And there's a few that are clothed in white raiment that prayed through and seen the Lord and got to telling about Him. Amen. I told you I got caught there, Brother Daniel. Amen. And I decided that, amen, that really what I need to do was draw nigh unto God. I've heard the man stand up and say, I really don't have much to testify tonight, but I felt a need to. And I was wishing he'd sit down. Because he might take up 15 or 20 minutes. I tell him about what he did and all his glory. Amen. He is naked. He is blind. I knew he didn't have a testimony. He knew he didn't. The children knew he didn't. Hey, ma'am, there's a count how many eyes he said. I did this, I did that. They had it down. The children understood. The shame of your nakedness. If you're not clothed with white raiment, the children know about it. They understand it. But can you come to the house of God after having drawn nigh to God? All right. Brother Ben, I appreciate you coming to see us. This brother provokes some emulation at the church at Hobbs. Amen. Somebody got up and said, I understand. If you'll work more on it at home, it's easier coming when you get church. Brother Ben, he, he caused me to want to work on it some more at home. Draw nigh to God while I was at home. Maybe you need to come back and testify again, Brother Ben. He told us that night, well, I'm about ready to sit down. He is fixing to sit down. And suddenly the Lord got to help him there. I know he enjoyed it. I could tell he did, but others did too. Oh, I've been trying. I knew he was in a trial. I knew he was been praying, trying to draw an eye unto God. But do you see the need this morning to draw an eye unto God? God is no respecter of a person. Amen. Oh, anywhere, anytime. If you get to draw nigh, you ain't got time to go on a week fast this morning. Hey, to draw nigh to God in this test in this fellowship meeting. But I want to tell you from where you are, there's a place, amen, until you can draw nigh unto God. Brother Lamb, you think that a week fast to get you the Holy Ghost? It might get you near to it. We ain't got time, have we? But from where you are this morning, this word of faith that I'm preaching unto you is that it's in your mouth. It's nigh unto you. You can draw nigh. Brother, I heard the man said, talking about baptizing, Brother Lamb, he said if salvation was in baptizing, we'd get a truck and a trailer and a tank and we'd baptize everybody, little we were, and we'd get them saved. If we could do it with our power, we'd have you up here in the altar. We'd compel you to come. And we'd put you and push you down there. Amen. But that's not how you draw nigh to God. How you draw nigh is, is you begin to draw nigh unto God. I was there that night. Brother Bruce, you got the Holy Ghost. You remember that? Brother Archie remembers it well, don't you? 
preacher was there preaching that night and I believe he asked does anybody would like to have the Holy Ghost tonight and Brother Bruce, I believe it, he may have said, not raise your hand, move out. Ain't that what he said? I don't remember what it was. Anyway, there was something on your part. And I remember Brother Bruce walking up on the side of the church. And another sister, and I got to looking at him. I, I was looking forward to following him any time. I mean, the power of God was present. I was looking Brother Aaron. And after a while, the preacher quit preaching. And nothing had happened. Hallelujah. And the one, one thing that took place... As far as the eye could tell. But it wasn't over with yet. As we knelt around them altars. Amen. Those that had drew nigh unto God. Amen. God began to draw nigh unto them. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know what all happened to Brother Bruce that night. I can't tell you. But as he got to draw nigh to God, I seen him after a while. He had a big old cowboy belt buckle on, and a big old cowboy belt on, and he got to pulling that thing off. Uh, what are you doing? It's holy ground. I'm coming near unto God. Amen. All right, I'm drawing nigh to God. You may not be wearing a cowboy bell with a big old bell, gold buckle on it. But there's somewhere you can draw nigh to God. Amen. I saved him a little bit. He started giving it this. His cowboy boots come off next. Got a little heavy. Is that what you... A weight. Holy ground. Who told him to? Nobody did. But I'm drawn nigh to God. And he just said, this is how you come nigh unto me. All right. Oh. I seen him a little bit, brother ZT. He is laying out there on the floor. Speaking in other tongues. As the Spirit gave utterance. It took a little time. It was about 1 o'clock in the morning. Amen. All right. But we drew near unto God. And He drew nigh unto us. I read to you about Saul over there. And he said, let's do this, 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 and this. And the man of God said, oh, but let's draw nigh. Hither unto God. That's the attitude of a lot of people. I'll do this for you, God. I'll do that for you, God. I, people have done things that God wasn't required at all. He wasn't wanting that. That wasn't what He was wanting. It was all of their own self-will. It was all of their own spirit. And they're trying to come nigh unto God. That's the way Saul did it again and again and again. You know what? He got off over here in a place after a while amen, where he had to go to a witch to get some direction because God wouldn't give him any anymore. He'd got so used to doing it like he wanted to do it. Hey, instead of sitting, saying it's holy ground, pull off your shoes around here. Amen. Amen. What bring you near to God this morning? What's keeping you from getting the Holy Ghost this morning? I'm a one to know. 
If I come across it and it distracts your heart this morning and the Lord gives it to me to say, take it and say, I'll do that, Lord. To come nigh unto you. I'm trying to draw nigh unto God. Brother Aaron tells us about whatever he is seeking to be sanctified. You'd stick your head under the altar and all you could see was your back. But there came a day he probably had some repenting or whatever else to do. But he understood I'm not going to get sanctified with my head under the altor. It had been easy if you could have. Nobody could have seen your face. You had that trouble too. But he got to want to draw nigh to God. Hallelujah. I'd say you probably come up and say, Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord got to draw a little bit nigher. All right. I'd like to tell you this morning, you're not going to get it like you want to get it. They're trying to get saved like they want to get saved. Amen. But neither are you going to give it by doing, get it by doing some outlandish thing. What you're going to get it by is drawing nigh unto God. Amen. Oh, I like the way I live. If I could preach to you this morning, the glory there is in drawing nigh unto God and feeling that glory and moving on your heart and that power and moving on your heart and that grace and moving there. You'd want to get a hold of it, CJ. I'm sorry. All right. The Bible said there's healing in his wings. That's over there real close to him, Brother Nathaniel. In his wings, there's healing. And if you'd like to draw nigh to God. All right. You ain't convinced yet. Maybe I need to preach a little bit more. All right. Brother Kenny Blair, would you like to get near the Lord this morning? Come and help me. It's moving up here. I don't know if you're feeling it or not, but it's moving up here. His spirit is up here real close. All right. I'm not feeling none of it. You need to draw an eye unto God. I, I wish I could feel some of Rosak draw an eye unto God. How could you draw an eye to him this morning? What could you do? If that asked me to sing, I'd sing. I like it when somebody asks me to. But most of my drawing nine to God, He asked me to. And it was in spite of everything about me. And I responded. All right. When Brother Danny's a preaching last night. I used to play a bass guitar in the church I went to. And I remember Brother Danny the Lord dealing with me one night. Walk around the altar. And I had that bass strapped on. And I decided I just can't do it. I can't. And I didn't. And you know what happened? Nothing. All right. Could have said, I sure wish the Lord had moved. I'd like to preach to you this morning. Our God is a faithful God. Don't lay these charges unto Him. 
All right, the reason you hadn't got what you don't have is not because he's not been willing to give it to you. The reason you don't have it is you hadn't been willing to draw nigh unto God. Amen. I'd like to preach of his faithfulness this morning. He's faithful this morning, brother. Oh, he's still in heaven. All right. Two or three years ago, I got to telling God, I sure wish you'd do this. I sure wish you'd do that. I wish you'd do something else. And God got to let me know it wasn't Him. You mean it could be me? You mean I could be the reason? Let's count God faithful this morning. It's not because He ain't able and not because He ain't willing. But what have you done to draw nigh unto God? Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your minds, you double-minded. Amen. Be afflicted and mourn. Oh, I'll go to another fellowship meeting. Hey, I'll go down there and if it falls, it'll fall. I'm going to tell you you're going to go through another one unless somewhere or another you can draw nigh unto God. But way it remembers God's faithful this morning. Could I ask now, does anybody want to get sanctified this morning? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody want the Holy Ghost this morning? How could you draw? Could you sit there or stand there or do something and say, God, how could I draw nigh to you this morning? How could I? I don't think he's here. I'd like to tell you he's here. He's been here ever since the first night. Amen. We've gathered together. He said, Brother Archie, where two or three are gathered together in my name. He said, There am I in the midst thereof. It's impossible for God to lie this morning. This gathered together, he's been here again and again. But do you know how to draw nigh to him? He's a holy God. I want you to read in, in the second Psalm, Brother Aaron, 11th verse. I want somebody to get for me the 24th Psalm. And let's start reading there in the first verse. Third verse. 2 and 11, what do you say? Serve the Lord with what? Fear. Wait. I'm afraid we hadn't had enough fear of this dreadful God we're serving. We're going to come and sit in His presence and He's going to pass by. And we're going to say, I wish He'd do something. And we're going to sit there so piously and say He didn't do it again. Holy, 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 holy. I've been in that place. I'm sorry. I repented. That's how I got clear of that. As I repented. I said, I'm sorry, God, that I ever thought about you like that. That's not the way you are. I may not know how to sin, but you're faithful. And you're wanting. Amen. To draw nigh to me. 
and I got to feel him come a little bit near. I got seeing him working over there in some of the things I was praying that he'd work on. If you're coming to the house of God night after night and God's not doing nothing where you are, you need to understand it's not God, it's you. I'd like to get that settled in your mind this morning. It's not God, it's you. He's faithful this morning. If where you go to church, there's not a, a, a revival and the Lord won't move in a revival, you need to understand it's not God. It's you. We need to serve the Lord with fear. Hey man, he's an awesome God. Glory. Hallelujah. If you got this double-minded aboutness about you, you're not going to see him. He said a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And he said, let not this man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. Maybe that's where you're at this morning and you need to repent and say, I'm sorry, God, for my double-mindedness. Oh, glory. I, I don't know how much time we got this morning, but I feel like preaching to you because I'd like to see you come out. Brother Zach, I want to tell you this morning, you can come from right where you are till you can shout um, beyond what a man can even fathom. How did I get there? I begin to draw nigh. Read on what else did he say? Sir, let's get that other verse. I didn't get all of it. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Oh, I felt the Lord deal with me just as I was praying this morning about this. I, I, I mentioned this some, some time ago, and I forgot all about it. As I was praying, the Lord dealt with me this morning to preach this right here to you. I want to preach to you about Simon the Sorcerer. He is a man that he had, he had uh, uh, enchanted the people of that town. And they thought he was some great man because of his bewitchments. He had bewitched them. Hallelujah. And they thought Simon the sorcerer, he's got it. But there came Philip down there preaching, and Peter and James come down there. And preach. Peter reached over and laid his hands on a man, and he got the Holy Ghost. And Simon said, Whoa. He believed also, the Bible said. But he liked the looks of that. I'll have me some of that. Amen. It looks good. I'm going to have some of it. And so he slipped over there to Peter and said, Peter, I sure like that. Well, I've seen you lay your hands over on that man and he got the Holy Ghost. I'd like to have some of that. I got $100 right here. I'll slide you. I got 5000 here. If I can have that, I want some of it. And Peter said, I perceive thou art in the gall of bitterness. Your heart's not right with God. Amen. And he also told him, you don't have neither part nor lot in this. 
I've already preached to you this morning that there's a way you can come nigh to God. But I'd like to tell you children this morning, you need to reverence this Son of God with fear and rejoice with trembling. There's far too many of them that they've got their parents bewitched by their shouting. I want some of it, but I'm not willing to pay the price. Amen. I heard the young man, heard of the young man that asked his mama, said, You mean if I'd have died, I'd have went to hell? He had been committing sin. He was so confused that in his mind he could do sin. Amen. And if he had died because some reason, I don't know why, for whatever was in his mind, he thought that he could still go to heaven. The Bible said, Blessed is the man whose sin is forgiven, whose transgression is covered. Amen. Hey, it's a holy place around here, around these altars. It's holy ground, brethren. Oh, right. you need to compass these altars with innocency. You need to compass these altars with fear. Hey. Or you're going to wind up where Simon the sorcerer did. Hey, without part or lot. You're going to be a lost somewhere. Undone and far away from God. But if you can reverence this holy place. There's a way you can draw now from where you're at. With true, full assurance that if God had asked me to do anything, I'm willing. I'm willing to bow myself to the will of God. It's not coming on your terms. It's on His. You want to read for me? Start verse 1. You understand that? The earth is the Lord's. Look around. It's His. You're His. It's all His. Fear Him. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. The world. And they that dwell therein. I'm His this morning, Brother Archie. For He has founded it upon the seas. And established it upon the floods. Who's going to send into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand? It's a good place, Brother Daniel, but who's going to get there? And Brother Aaron is. He's going to pay the price. No, he that hath clean hands and a pure. If you're needing to repent, bow at the altar and get it done. Arm yourself under the mighty hand of God. Uh, everybody get it they didn't have to humble themselves
praying. I said, I've had problems with covetousness at times. I told him, Lord, I just assume not to have any money. You just take care of whatever my needs are, and as long as I don't, I just assume not to handle anything. Any of it is filthy lucre. Vanity. But he told me he had subjected me unto vanity. Not willingly. There's something inside of crying out. Not willingly, but he had subjected me to it. And what it was my responsibility was is to seek his face that all these other things wouldn't overcome me. Unless I'd get to lifting up my soul on the vanity. I'd like to tell you as gently as I know how, if something else other than the house of God has more pull on it, your soul is inclined to that far too much. Where your treasure is, your heart's there. And this is exactly what happened to the rich man. He said, I'll pull down my barns and build greater. I've got enough here, old soul. How much are you going to need to your soul? I'd like to tell you, Brother Brandon told us last night, you're never going to get enough that your soul's going to be at ease. You can't heap silver up in a high enough mountain to bring your soul at ease. Get ten more contracts and I'd have it. No, your soul ain't going to be at ease. I'm going to tell you this morning, according to the Word of God, Brother Dennis, your soul's going to be at ease somewhere drawn nigh unto God. Who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity? The power of God is moving by us. And far too many times we're not ready to enter into his presence. Oh, I don't know. It's just coming to me this morning. I'd like to tell you the veil of the temple of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom. That you could enter in to the holiest of holies. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Where it's at, I don't know, but it's somewhere between heaven and earth that a soul takes its flight, brother, until the things of this world have no charm. Hallelujah. And you can feel the glory and the power of an almighty God. But if your soul's been given to vanity, you're not going to enter into this hill of the Lord. You can sing the fastest song you want to sing. Do you know what charisma is? It's of the flesh. They call them charismatics, but it's charisma is the ability to speak or sing. Of the flesh. I've noticed the charismatic churches, Brother Archie, they're having a hard time of holding people. Because they have to have something new every week. More charisma. A new thing, a new thing. Oh, entertainment. Oh, could I preach to you this morning? It's not a weenie roast that your children are needing. 
if you want to take them down there the night after you've had a good service and y'all have good fellowship, that's not what I'm preaching about. But if it's trying to take the place, amen. Of the Spirit of God, I want to tell you, it won't satisfy. It'll leave that emptiness, but in His presence. Read on, Brother Archie, what else did He say? If you hadn't lifted up your soul to vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, He shall receive the blessing of the Lord. Oh, that I wouldn't just be preaching do's and don'ts this morning, but that you'd have a desire to draw nigh unto God if you could get that desire. I testified a little bit about grace the other night, but Brother Nathaniel, I sat on the seat in the pew one Sunday morning. Amen. I sat there as my pastor began to preach. And when he read his text, I thought, I don't agree with that. I never have. But he got to preaching a little bit, Brother Archie. And I got to feeling something moving right here. And you know what I said this morning, that morning? Either all this that I've got's wrong, or he's right. One or the other. This glory that I've been shouting by and this power, either I, it's all wrong, or, amen, and I'm right, or I'm wrong, and it's all right. And I decided that morning that I wasn't going to lose this. That had been a moving and a, and a causing me to shout. And I said, I'm sorry, God. Uh, I hadn't understood your wisdom and your knowledge and your ways. And I come back to the house of God that night and shout it again. Hey, I drew nigh unto God. Are you willing to humble yourself enough this morning to say you're the, I'm the reason, God, that I'm not any nearer than I am? That if somewhere or another you'll forgive me, my slothfulness and my idleness. All right. Who's going to send to the hill? I'd like to share with you preachers this morning that are evangelizing. Everybody wants to hear you if you'll tell them something. If you'll reach that anointing. They'll want to hear you. But if you don't, Nobody wants to hear you. You won't even like yourself preaching. (laughs) I'm a preacher. I can tell you that from experience. But if you'd like to enter in to that holy hill this morning, the Lord's near us right now. I want to tell you, Brother Archie, a lot of times I dismiss church because the church has already dismissed it. They're through. There ain't no use us taking it one bit further. They're they're through. And we go home. Aren't you glad of the mercy of the Lord, Brother Danny? We gather again 
and we start service and we think, oh, maybe I'll be here again. But how would you behave if time after time that you grieved, amen, that someone grieved you, amen, you'd say, Brother Danny, I'm going to help them today. And before you could help them, they dismissed and left. And their minds got carried away somewhere else. And they just wanted to do something else. How would you feel? Uh, I know how you and I would feel. We'd get weary way fast. Uh, but all that long suffering uh, and that faithfulness uh, and that goodness of the Lord, He is a passing by here again today. And if you'd like to somewhere or another draw nigh unto God. I'm all right. I got my little place. I do my little thing. Oh, that you could draw nigh to God. Sister, the Lord will heal you easily. But it's going to be in His presence is where that takes place at. It's going to be over there where His spirits are moving at. That's going to take place. Every time you feel it move, try to press into it. That's how the little woman got it. She pressed into it. Every time. You'd find her over there. Every time. And the Lord touched her that day. If you'd like to come in His presence this morning, He's near. He's close. I'm not feeling it. How near have you tried to draw an eye to Him today? Let me prophesy just a little bit, okay? You know what's going to happen this evening? We're going to go out here and eat and get full. And some of you go home take a nap and some of you play all evening. And the place you're staying at is probably going to be crowded and you're going to wait around there to get in the bathroom to get ready and you're going to get here if you ain't careful late. And you ain't going to have made any effort to draw an eye to God. And you're going to come to the house of God tonight with that feeling. Oh, I sure wish God would move. Why don't He ever move anymore? Why don't He help me? He knows I need help. Why won't He help me? Oh, Brother Aaron tried to encourage us last night. I know we have friends and we stay up longer than we need to and eat more than we need to and talk way more and get away far too little sleep and go home way tired thinking, why did I do all that? It's cause of the enjoyment and the pleasure of the flesh. But oh, that I could encourage you to draw nigh unto God. I've told him a few times and I think I'm fixing to close. I remember Brother Pete and Sister Faye coming to stay all night, stay with us during a fellowship meeting and they got ready early that evening and got in there and shut the door in the bedroom and Sister Demetra and them was in there, Brother Archie, praying away. Trying to seek the face of God. Trying to draw an eye to God. Oh, I'd like to have clean hands and a pure heart. Pre-adventure. I'd like to walk around the altar tonight in the innocency. That glory passes by. I'd like to step out there and raise my hands. And it be as the evening sacrifice. We're too much like the followers of Baal. We worship all these gods of the world and then we beg for the fire and there's no fire. 
I'm not saying everybody is, but we're prone to be just like they are. But oh, to find you a place and bound humbleness there. Glory until that fire falls on you. Hallelujah. Until your glory comes from the heart of truth. And you're rejoicing. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like to tell you this morning, everybody likes that feeling, Brother CJ, to say glory. And it's something moved within you. Brother Gary's been telling us at home that the flesh don't like to do that. So what could be the problem? If the flesh don't like to do it, why aren't we doing it? He kind of got it down close on us. I need to crucify the flesh somewhere until I can lift up holy hands without wrath and without doubting and say I'm looking for you to move for me somewhere right around here. I don't know where. 